Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer on a busy and beautiful day here at Millburgers. Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Fincher here on the porch, already taking questions, uh, some some plant identification questions. But we welcome you to come on out and be a part of the show. Visit us at 1604 and Bull Road, or you can call us at 210-308-8867. 210 210- 308-8867. And, Calvin, are you ready to – you don't have to. The, the, the information you were giving, Jerry, about your sighting, <laughs> uh, the, the one in nine, uh, do you want to give that? You don't have to. Well, yeah, but it was kind of an impor- important because we've been yeah talking about – and so many people have uh, sago palms. Oh, yeah. And we had – so, you know, we said many times over, everyone we saw was the straw-colored, and uh, I at least had not seen any where the green middle started. Right. And I did, I did this morning. Well, out with uh, my dogs, and uh, there, mm-hmm. was, there it was, uh, just going strong. It looked right like it already center, started. Huh? Yeah. And the uh, owner, who's a good gardener. Uh, his expectations were that all the rest of them didn't <laughs> all share. Right. I, I didn't share his optimism, but, uh, <laughs> but he was he, a little more un- unrealistic than you are. Then, well, huh? yeah, but it, but he kind of he didn't point, but he just kind of looked at the one that was growing and mm-hmm. and the, expected all the rest of them to come it's, around. It's interesting how sometimes after after a freeze. Uh, there'll be one, <laughs> and they may be close to one another that makes it, and the others don't. So, uh, the, the what's different about this freeze on sago palms is uh, in the past when we've had some uh, freezes and cold weather, uh, the sagos may have lost some fronds. And it actually killed some of the leaves or fronds. Uh, half of the fronds would be brown, and the other half would be green. And so there were always some green fronds in there. This year in my neighborhood, there's not a green frond yeah. or leaf on there. They're all solid brown. You know, and that's another another thing about the citrus. Yeah. This year, there you know, uh, in past years, I've had uh, shoots mm-hmm. sneak up. You know, it's taken a while, but it's, it's, uh, shoots sneak up from the lime mm-hmm. and from the lemons, especially lemons, and uh, uh, they have eventually, you know, re re uh, foliated the trees and uh, had yeah. fruit. Yep. Even the, the lemons uh, quite often would have fruit that first year, but boy, I don't know. They look uh, pretty, pretty tough this year. Also, when you've got the grapefruit and satsumas and 
kumquats, and uh, <laughs> and they're all fried too. Fried huh? too. It, it may, may makes you lose confidence that that uh, any of the limes will show any action on. Maybe the lime lemons will, but yeah, all my satsumas uh, that I had, uh, okitsu, uh, yeah, okitsu, my big tree. And then I had a Sito, which is my favorite Satsuma. And uh, then I had that supposedly cold-hardy uh, hybrid from uh, Florida that I had the only tree of <laughs> that they sent from Florida. And it, every one of them is brown leaves solid. Uh I also, yeah, we didn't get to talk yesterday. Calvin took up most of the time answering questions. <laughs> uh, that's why we thought you were late today because yeah. uh, you were worried about bombarded with more questions. But uh, and Jerry's got a strategy now. I noticed this. <laughs> he reads the paper. Oh no, his strategy is drive whoever's there with him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that it? I noticed he was like reading the paper. People coming up, going, oh, God. just kind of shaking it off. <laughs> Very clever. <laughs> well, just say, let's let's mention that to to uh, you know. We, of course, we want everybody to listen to our radio show, but the. The articles, there are quite a few interesting articles in the paper oh, yeah. yesterday. Mm-hmm. One featured uh, action at the uh, nurseries, particular yeah. Millburgers in Rainbow Gardens, and they uh, emphasize that fact we've been we've brought up about the, the wholesale production system is, is kind of messed up because of the freeze and also because of that uh, the COVID. Yeah, they, right, they, right. They they didn't take this same kind of, they didn't uh, do the same kind of plantings, carry the same kind of staff yeah. that they would if uh, if there hadn't been that uh, threat of yeah. the disease. Well, the, uh, a commercial nurseryman that I've, a wholesale nurseryman that I've talked to, Said that uh, none of their none of their employees uh, have come down with the virus, but <laughs> what's happening? Nobody shows up. Uh, the labor, the labor problem mm. is a problem, big time. Uh, especially the transplant producers of uh, of our tomatoes and peppers and things like that. But. Uh, they they uh, still uh, have been keeping. Uh, of course, Trace stays on top of it, uh, yeah. ordering. And uh, the nice thing about uh, Trace is, and we had a lot of had some calls on that yesterday. yesterday is that uh, Trace had pre-ordered a lot of things, especially citrus. That'll be in in a week or so. And another maybe day. next week. Yeah, I think he was thinking it. Would, hopefully, it'll be in Wednesday. Yeah, but right. Matt calling in is the best bet. Two one zero four seven nine. And he uh, he also has, has a coup in that he got the tropical milkweed in here. Yeah. yeah. About uh, what did he, did he? He didn't say. Did he say a hundred flats? <laughs> I mean, I yeah, so, there's yeah. a lot of them, but that. Well, that's what he ordered. Yeah. I don't know what he'll get. He also ordered the other uh, 
tropical. Caterpillar were beautiful. Those zinnias, those hybrid zinnias, but they did not come when yeah. the day that they were ordered. <laughs> ho- hopefully they will come this week and yeah. so that everybody can get some uh, cut flowers and nectar sources for their hummingbirds and butterflies. Yeah. I was looking yesterday... Uh, trying to find out the most common plant that people are taking out of here. Uh, or, and there were a lot of people yesterday. Mm-hmm. But they're all, <laughs> they're, they're buying tomatoes, uh, Ruby Crush, and we've got some nice big plants left out here. And uh, they're also buying citrus, rebuying citrus. And uh, I kind of felt bad after the... <laughs> After that hard freeze and how how much citrus people lost, because I I wasn't uh, I didn't feel too bad because the Rio Grande Valley lost everything, every, all the fruit that were on the trees, and uh, and a lot of most of their vegetables that they'd planted down there, they lost their onions down there. Hmm. Uh, let's see, uh, that's I funny make... because my onion my onions are a little. One obvious thing that it did not get seen to affect. Of course, they were, uh, I've only got single rows, and they're only uh, 8 inches, 9 inches tall, yeah. so they're covered by the heat from the soil. I don't think I mentioned yesterday that uh, Dr. Larry Stein, they had a, his spinach field day. <laughs> Uh, had a few people, had some people show up, and one of the people that showed up uh, was Bruce Frazier, uh, who is the, the president of uh, of the Onion Farm yeah. in Carrizo Spring, Dixondale Farm. And, because uh, that was the first question Larry asked him, and he said that they didn't get hurt by the freeze. He said yeah. <laughs> the tops of the onions were discolored. But they cut those off anyway, you know, when they harvest the onion. Mm-hmm. But the the whole plant itself uh, was is sellable, and so they're still in onions again. All right, 210-308-8867. Let's go right to the phone lines, 210-308-8867. Lonnie is on the line. Hey, Lonnie, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Yes, good afternoon. Um, <clears throat> I... I told uh, off air that uh, my call, call, I wish I had been able to make it yesterday because it was directed to David Rodriguez. Uh, and I, my question to him would have been, did he really mean to say on another radio program that pole beans cool. are inferior as far as production is compared to a bush bean? Who said that? <laughs> David? David Rodriguez said that, yes. That low down. I don't know why they ever let him on the radio. What did he what did he say? What he what he what he meant was <laughs> that uh pole pole beans uh, uh will uh produce more more pods over a longer period of time than will bush bean. Bush bush, yes, bush but beans. But that's not what he said. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, that's what he meant to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, so whether what did he, he say, it, Lonnie? Whether he knows it or not. <laughs> okay. That's what he was supposed to say. 
<laughs> yes, but I, that's what perked my, piqued my interest on that because I know from my own experience and from what I've read and heard that that's absolutely not true, what yeah. he said. Well, the bu- the bush beans, like I say, you get two good harvests. You normally get two good harvests from them. If you're lucky. And and then uh, then they're finished. So it's like an indeterminate and determinate tomato. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Uh, so, okay, well, uh, you keep an eye on David and let us know. Please, well, yeah, this is. This <laughs> let, is let us know when he makes a this silly is mistake. We'll even set you up with your own segment. <laughs> <laughs> Mistakes by David. What about David? What about uh, David? You, there you go. You have, I wonder you if David's my, listening. You have my I hope so. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Lonnie. Thanks for listening. All right. Marty is on the line at 210-308-8867. Marty, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Trace is up on the porch with us, too. So what's going on? All right. I just uh, let you know that my Esperanza made it. All right. It, it, it was in a pot. <laughs> That's even be- even more you, more special. Yeah. What, what plant was it? Esperanza. Esperanza. Oh, good. Yeah, it made it. Yeah. Flying colors. I was wondering, uh, does the Mar lemon, uh, or the or these dwarf uh, uh, Mar lemons, or the Mexican lime, is it on its own rootstock? <laughs> Not a chance. Yeah, we've had we've had that question uh, quite a bit, but uh, they. <laughs> Uh, I try. Uh, we tried to get uh, the growers uh, to grow the uh, Mr. Moore's uh, tri- uh, orange frost and uh, Arctic frost on their own root system. So, so because I've taken and we've taken so many questions about citrus coming up from the from the b- base, and then. Yeah. Not being, being sour orange mainly, and uh, so I, I thought that would solve this pro- that problem. And because uh, well, well, one growing operation was quite successful. Yeah, doing yeah. It, but the uh, yeah, but but they put too many regulations on them. Yeah, they put too many regulations, and also you can you can uh, grow out a a budded tree. Uh, but it's citrus a lot faster than you can rooting it and then growing it to a sellable size. Oh, okay. I, under, I understood their problems. And, your, uh, but your, your emphasis was uh, lemons and limes. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah no, they, no, no, they they have to be grafted. I, I did verify that the uh, dragon rootstock was going to come in with the lemon. All but, right, but, but not, not okay, the limes. good. That'll be interesting for people to try. Okay, now because the, the, the it's, it's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to, it's it's supposed to dwarf the fruit, the plant. And they're extra proud of it, so there'll be a few dollars higher. Oh, yeah, well, uh, that 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 uh, the reason they have to charge a few dollars more is because that uh, flying dragon rootstock is a slow grower, much slower than. Uh, uh, Trifoliata or yeah, sour orange. Yeah. Hey Marty, did you? Does, oh, does, go ahead. Does the Mexican lime does that come in in a, in a dwarf form as well? 
if I had it on that dragon rootstock, which I did order, but they didn't confirm. So my assumption is okay. something happened in the cold. Close, yeah. you know, in our climate, it's always dwarf. We, <laughs> we generally uh, grow it in containers, so, some, too. Somebody wrote a really good article and put it on plantanswers.com about patio citrus. Oh, did they? Yes, they did. And, uh, <laughs> I'll have to read that. If you, follow, if you follow that, you're dwarfing it by trimming, and uh, you'll be pretty successful. Yeah, okay. and since yours are in containers anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. uh, they they stay small. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that your Esperanza came back. Yeah, uh, I was uh, I was surprised it it did have some brown leaves, but I, I got yeah. my knife out and I started trimming back the bark, and I saw some green. I said, "Thank you, Lord." Said, All right. <laughs> well, I'm surprised that it's so so quickly showing, coming back because yeah, most of those that we've got growing in our yeah, shrub borders. Yeah, I just looked today at mine. What? Okay, so he, nothing, nothing. so the answer was he said he had it in a pot. So the pot's going to warm yeah. up much much faster yeah. than the ground. So uh, okay. I, can yeah. under, I can understand it. It's still hard to believe, but I can understand it. You haven't seen any sprouts. You've just seen green wood, right? Green wood, right? Okay, green wood. Well, oh. wait, wait till we see sprouts. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think it, I, th- I think it should come back. Marty, did you hear the Rio Grande Gold Peppers coming back? That's what I hear, and I'll be up there to, to get my Rio Grande Gold. <laughs> and did you hear about the uh, – I don't know what your feeling is about the uh, penguins. Did you hear about that, that story that Jerry told about the uh, Parsons Potent Penguins, that there's the no, two colors? Yeah, there were two colors that they were producing, red and uh, orange. And orange. The orange was beautiful. And they said that everybody would just stop and stare at it and salute it almost. And apparently now it has disappeared. It's cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. It's that that Aggie thing. Every time orange shows up, they... Uh It was tasted even you better, know, I think, than the rest. I didn't put two and two together. That actually makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, What's that? They, they purposely lost it because it was orange. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Seemed well, kind of suspicious to me that wow. every every plant they find that's orange, so oh, we developed, uh, disappeared. We don't know what happened to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aliens from another well, university yeah, came. This sounds like a continuation uh, of the election, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, one good news. One good news is. That there's always orange uh, fruit pop up in the red seedlings. Red. So, so should they save those for you? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, we had we had uh, red, red penguins and uh, uh, orange penguins uh, go, growing together in a container, which we kept in the greenhouse. And uh, when we took the seed, Jack Jack Hoover harvested the fruit. No, well, I didn't no have, wonder Jack I moved out. I didn't, I didn't have the patience to do it, but then I extracted the seed, and the seed was extracted the same way as the red was. So that orange must be a, just a weaker, uh, weaker selection. Ah oh, man, yeah, I, I can't, can't to go figure there. out yeah. any other way. This is all. This is just very convenient and suspicious. Yeah. Thank you, Marty. Uh, we know oh. it's not a conspiracy. We know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a plan, right? It's not a yeah, exactly. it's a plan. 
Always good talking to you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we're gonna that'll we're gonna that will free up a line. So let's take a break. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We have got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, sixteen zero four on Bull Verde Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Gardening South Texas, Jennifer Warner's birthday this month, so we celebrate it musically on uh, the Garden Show. 210-308-8867. Give us a call and be a part of the show. In the meantime, uh, if you got things that are bugging you, if uh, <laughs> if the roaches are coming up to the your radio and trying to change the station, <laughs> or if they got the re- control of the remote control, you have a problem at your house, so you need to call Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. Uh, And the thing that's coolest about Spider-Man is how they look at the problem. Not only do they just look to treat it, which some pest control companies just say, okay, we treat it, and then they go away. And then you're calling them weeks later going, okay, they're back. (laughs) How about about a company that's going to look at it holistically and say, okay, we're going to treat it, but we're also going to see what the situation is and why they're coming into your house. Uh, and maybe uh, you're uh, leaving them scraps on the table. Well, I don't know why they're coming uh, into that the was, house. I was referring to you. Cold as hell out there. <laughs> that could be why. Well, yeah, I, I, I usually leave scrap for them. I know you do, right by the TV. And if people are complaining that they have roaches in the house, I just tell them. Quit dropping food on the floor. Yeah, that's that's that not. They're just cleaning up. That's not enough. You got to do more sometimes. I mean, your situation. Why? You've got a re- <laughs> you've got a relationship with your. It's Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or go SpiderManPest.com. Go SpiderManPest.com. Richard is on the line. Uh, has a question. Uh, Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Not too bad. Good. What's question, going on? I've got an uh, 11-year-old uh, live oak, and it's losing a whole bunch of leaves, a majority yeah. of them are all over the place. Is that re- related to the freeze? Yeah. Well, it's don't re- worry about it. It's related to the time of the year and the freeze. Yeah. Because this is the normal time they would drop their leaves. The, fr- the freeze kind of... Uh, Agri- uh, well, caused it to happen all at once. Yeah. So don't worry. It's going to be okay. It'll, it'll pull through then. Yeah, it's going to pull through. Not like Alrighty. your Sago Palm. <laughs> you don't have a Sago Palm, Richard, do you? No, I do not. <laughs> okay. okay. I won't I get to a, say. I do have a Jatropa that didn't make make it. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that would make it through even a normal winter. <laughs> Yeah, that's a true tropical. But uh, you know, that's I hate to be negative like Jerry, but that that one, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one really won't. Is that what you said uh, yesterday? Kiss it goodbye. Was that what you said? That, that, no, was, that, that was Calvin. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even Calvin. It was. We just gave Calvin credit for, for Jerry's expression. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. Thank you much. 
Thank okay, you. Thank All you. right. Bye-bye. And Maria is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Maria. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Maria, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, thank That's you for okay. your alphabet, all your uh, instructions. Um, I, <clears throat> my lemon tree is about five years old. I usually have a lot of lemons, but I, I'm sure this year I don't want to have. But anyway, I cut it. Hello? I realize that uh, I trim it. question is, do I have to put something in the cut, like when you put... Oak tree, you put some black stuff in the top, or just living like that. I'm I'm going to interpret this. Are you saying she's asking? She's got damage, and she's asking if she adds something, soil or fertilizer or anything. Will that help it make it through? What about miracle grow? No, I, put, I, put I wish it. it. I, I wish it would grow. No. No, this, uh, we're, what we're recommending is, uh, on, especially on citrus and lemon trees, are pretty susceptible to this cold weather. So you're just going to have to wait and see if it's going to live through it. And we're not very optimistic on a lot of them. <laughs> adding, adding a little adding fertilizer or soil is not going to make a difference. So, Maria, is that what you were asking? Alive. It, it, it's fine. The tree's alive. But the thing I trim it. So she's trimming she, she it. Wa- she wants to put pruning paint on. There. Yeah, she wanted to know if she needed to. Oh, pruning paint. Probably not necessary. Uh, yeah. Although uh, I think Calvin is right. I, I think the damage is going to keep showing up. So yeah, my, I don't. My assumption is it's it's probably dead. Uh, no, 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 it's alive. It's, 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 uh, it's real good. It's alive. I color the trim real good. And I... Grace is saying, "Don't don't cut on it anymore. Let it let it define exactly what part of it's going to live. Because with a lemon, in an effect uh, from this freeze, it's going to there's some of it more more of it's going to die. So you want to just leave it leave it be until it's uh, kind of see, finalized yeah. and stabilized. See some sprouts. Yeah. Where where I, 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 I you... think it already. Do you live? Do you live in ten in uh, San Oak. Antonio? Thousand Oaks. Thousand oh, Oaks. Oaks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Be yeah. Be, be patient and uh, yeah. Just uh, she's already trimmed it, so I think just you, you're okay. It sounds like well, you don't need to yeah, trim. Yeah. You don't need to. Sounds to me like she's inclined to do more trimming. She wants oh. to do something else. But. I don't want to put anything in the top of the trimming, like it. Um, so the the uh, bark don't get it in or anything like that. So the bark don't get in now. No. You're okay. The only okay. Only, only trees that we paint uh, cuts on is live oaks. It's oak trees. Okay, Red that's oaks, my live oak. All right. Another question is, I have a um, trim plant and I cut it and I put it the micro. I mean the. The, the vitamins and dirt and everything, it's okay now. Do you think they're alive or not? What was it? Which one was it again? The shrimp. 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 Rose of Sharon? No, no, the shrimp. You know? I don't know how you say shrimp. In Spanish, camarones. 
him. Hmm. Yeah. I sure him. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not think we're. I don't think we're picking it up. Yeah. But, oh. but their guy, the guys are kind of recommending just to, just to wait and watch on everything, just to give it some time and see. Yeah. See, you know, that if it's going to come out, it'll come out in, a, in about a month, and if not, then it's not. And, <laughs> and uh, the citrus especially is notorious for looking like it's ready, and has some green, and then the yeah. And they're they're not supported by stems that are alive. Yeah. So they're alive. They stem alive. Everything. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Maria. Thank you very much for information. Thank you. Give it a little time. You take Bye. care. Bye. 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 Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. If Will Power keeps any of it alive. Yeah. Maria's. Is yeah, she's sealed. she's convinced. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't say kiss a goodbye. Man. I'm with her. I I'm, I, I trust her opinion. She knows that tree. I'm I'm, so. I'm worried about uh, trimming my uh, citrus back to that uh, well, solid I, brown. Well, I've got that uh, one with kind of a halo of green where the heat source. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but it makes you real suspicious when it's a. Not surrounded by green, yeah. green. There's dead areas all around it. Especially if the if the base is, or toward the base is brown. That's it can kill. <laughs> it can kill, especially when it gets that cold. It can kill sections of the bark, uh, and uh, won't may, maybe show up uh, some green bark, but uh, when it starts leafing out and. Uh, well, and, and pastures that also seen the opposite effect, where they at the base, some part of the plant has lived, but with this severe temperatures and cold, uh, I don't oh, think we're yeah. going to see a lot of that. Mm. Uh, so the, it'd be interesting to see how much citrus they lost in the valley, because they lost the fruit. They had pictures of the fruit on the ground. Uh, late fruit, but uh, uh, it'd be interesting to see how much of. The, I hope they didn't. I'm, I'm afraid they lost some of the trees. Uh, I, I, of the I trees. was amazed uh, when we got our report yesterday that there was that much citrus left, citrus production left in the. Yeah. Because you know all those disastrous, disastrous years in '83 and '89. Oh yeah. What about Montezuma cypress? Had it had it already defoliated, or is that no, that, that one? It's, it hadn't leafed out. I don't think it freed that. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking around the nursery uh, loquats. That looks good. The loquat tree looks good. Well, that surprises me because I haven't seen really much damage at all on loquats. <laughs> yeah. Except the except there won't be any fruit this year. Oh. Because the fruit, they were blooming. The stupid I know. thing was blooming, and some had said fruit. <laughs> uh, the other thing that's depressing is you drive around town. Uh, we were driving around yesterday, and you'd see homes that had, or even office buildings that had the big, tall palm trees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got big, tall brown palm trees now. Yeah. That, well, I, know that. I don't think the brown was the color they wanted when they... <laughs> That's an amazing uh, investment. That's yeah. Oh cost. yeah. Well, those uh, used to, <laughs> before sagos became so popular, to grow a big one, 
Yeah. And uh, have a big one uh, was was very expensive to replace. But I think uh, since the nurseries uh, trade has started uh, producing them in contain- small containers or gallon-sized containers or three gallons, uh, they've become much more prevalent, and more people, more a lot more people are using them too. Yeah, as as indicated by our calls. <laughs> well, the as but the sago, but like by Woodlawn Lake, they've got palm trees, the big tall palms. Which ones are those? Like okay. Millburgers has one there by their sign. We need Mil- we need the Mark to give us a class on the on different types of palm trees. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I. I yeah. I never can are they, keep them straight. Are they, if they are dead, are they expensive to oh, remove? Uh, yeah, they're, and they're a, they're a pain. They're so heavy. They're so sharp. Yeah. And they're, you know, way up there. So uh, relatively difficult to remove and everything, too. So they're. Uh, okay, well, that wasn't good news. 210-308-8867. What is it you say, Milton? Kiss them goodbye? I don't say that. You said that. A poor woman. She was all upset about her Sago Palm. And before you even knew anything, like Calvin's optimistic and, and positive information, you just told her to kiss her goodbye. That that take and you sh- take pictures. Hey, you should have taken pictures. Well, it's too late to take pictures now. Let's see. I'm looking else around the nursery. The crepe myrtles, I'm sure, will be okay. Maybe you can take a picture and uh, use a use the computer to uh, to enhance change, it. change the brown yeah. to green. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Maybe. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight. 8867 outside of San Antonio toll free. It's 866-308-8867. You better come up with a reason why you haven't given anybody those Jerusalem artichoke seeds. Because you knew, then I didn't. You know, I know. Is that why you didn't? You knew that freeze was coming? And, yeah. Because you know Joe's going to call you. Yeah. Johnson City Joe is probably calling you right now. I've got them. I've got them in the refrigerator. Okay. So they're they're been protected uh, I, I, I certainly I, think you ought to give some to Milton for a test there and, you go and then we can report on how well his are doing every single day there you go he'll, he, he'll, I'm happy to I'll do a, anybody, I'll do a whole blog on that <laughs> Milton's it, Jerusalem it, artichokes anybody growing those love them for the sunflower they have sunflowers on them. not big sunflowers but they have sunflowers uh, speaking of uh, Johnson City Joe, I received uh, an update said March 5th, Friday. Yep. Is it last Friday? Yeah. Okay. Today's the 7th, I believe. <laughs> He's talking about peaches in the hill country. Uh, he got a, a newsletter from uh, Vogel Orchards. It's an old-time orchard up there between... Uh, Stonewall and Fredericksburg been under, up there for a long time. It says uh, the newsletter says uh, clearly there are more import there are more important issues right now than the status of peaches. But since we're get, getting questions, here's an update. We were starting to see some very minor bud activity with the warm temperatures preceding this winter blast. 
Unfortunately, the cold was, by, was preceded by significant moisture, mm, which hydrated the trees, then created an insulating ice layer throughout the tree canopies. Who is this? Is this is <laughs> Joe's who, interpretation? Yeah. No, that's who's ever riding for Vogel Orchard. Oh. And uh, both of those are... It's uh, misleading. Uh, it's a wonder they're still in business. Though. Yeah. This combination is very encouraging, particularly with the extreme cold the last 36 hours. If this would have been dry weather, a dry weather system, we could have received significant damage to both the fruit buds and the trees. Instead, the trees appear healthy, and the buds are receiving very efficient final winter chill which should result in a strong bud setting. All right. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Doom and Gloom is going to pick up. They had cold. They had extremely cold up there, too. And uh, when I was at Kansas State, uh, my major professor was from Minnesota. Hmm. And he was doing... uh, a lot of research on uh, cold damage to peach trees, and mainly bud damage, and maybe and mainly dormant bud damage, well, for on peaches in in Michigan, obviously, uh, and then we put a little thermocouples, which will measure the temperature of the buds. And when it got that cold, that cold, the, even the closed buds were damaged or killed. So uh, even even though <laughs> I think we're going to see some peach crop damage to the buds with that cold a temperature for that long. But uh, and I think we'll actually see some bloom. But the center of the bloom will be black and dark. And uh, it'll, uh, sometimes they even set small fruit with a dead embryo, which is that little black inside the uh, 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 bud. But uh, then, they, then they fall off. So I, I wouldn't count your profit until <laughs> or your peaches until it happens. Hey, we got Mark on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Mark, welcome to the show. What's going on? This is LeMarc. LeMarc? Uh, and I understand you need some consultation on palms. Oh, we were. I was trying to. A, a whole course would be good. I was commenting oh, okay. that I, di- I didn't know the name of the big, tall palms that like there's the one at Millburgers, and you see them around town. I, I, it was, I was saying that it looks sort of sad. They had gone from yes. nice green to nice and brown. I'm, I know Jerry says brown is a color, too. I'm just not sure that was the <laughs> color they were looking for. And then I was wondering, well, no, is, no, is that no, the that same? Color, yes, sir. That color is beautiful, that nice, lovely brown. Like Jerry said the other day, sunset on that brown of the <laughs> It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Now, what are the tall ones? The the ones you see at Woodlawn okay, Lake? So and this is it. I'm going to give you some nice rules here. 
duck, okay. the skinnier the trunk, and the more droopy the fronds, the more likely it has passed on to palm heaven. Oh, so you mean you think that kiss will go by? But I like yeah, the idea yeah, of palm was, heaven. That's nice. Yeah, palm heaven. <laughs> yeah. So skinny trunk, yeah, skinny trunk, um, the queen palms with the feathery fronds, those are gone. The Mexican palms, those are the skinny ones. And if they had droopy fronds already, already droopy fronds, then they're dead. <laughs> That's sad to have droopy fronds, Bill. So what are the yeah, tall no, ones that... With this one after I, that, I think they were sad for that. Oh, that's nice. We have oh, to yeah. get some. Droopy fronds. Um, yeah, so the, the, yeah. the, the real tall ones that are about two stories tall that are all around Woodlawn Lake and... Well, I see, now they, have, they tend to have... There's some with a thicker trunk. And those with a thick trunk are different species. And those okay. are more cold tolerant. Oh, what good. Are, what kind are they? He didn't say. He just oh, said they were more cold tolerant. Yeah. And, and those are uh, Washingtonia polyphora. And then there's, uh, I, I learned a new word yesterday at the fruit tree adoption event, mule, uh, uh, where they're a cross between polyphora and robusta. Robusta is the Mexican sandpop. And and they are doing well as as well. They kind of have a mid-sized trunk. Okay. All right. So the thinner the thinner the trunk, the are you having less you likely are not to having survive. Any trouble hearing him? No. Interpreting. That? No. Yeah. Uh, Greg Grant wrote in his uh, write-up uh, several weeks ago. Uh, well, right. a week or so ago, said in. Uh, the uh, the only one palms to survive zero temperatures in the 1980s were Mexican dash or slash Texas sable palm, Brazoria palms, yeah. dwarf dwarf palmetto palmettos palmettos yeah palmettos right. and and the majority of windmill palms. Right. Uh, I was at the Texas A&M University of San Antonio yesterday, and they had a row of the uh, what are called Sabal Minor, the dwarf palms, uh, palmetto palms, and they they were totally green, not a front, not Good. a brown frond on them. Good, so, that's great. Yeah. So, Good deal. Uh, but that was just a short little thing uh, for for. For Milton to wander around town, uh, the skinnier the trunk and the droopier the fronds, the more likely <laughs> it has gone to palm heaven. Droopy right. fronds. I like palm heaven. That must be a f- that's probably a good-looking place. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. All right. Y'all have a All good right. day. You okay. too. Always good to hear from you. All right, we got to take a break, though. Uh, 210-308-8867. we got some questions and callers right after this at 210-308-8867. You are listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. drink rum. Banana till the morning come. Daylight come and we want. 
Mistä Taliman Talimi banana? We like come and we want go home. Come, Mistä Taliman Talimi banana? We like come and we want go home. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. And uh, we understand from Trace we will have bananas here. <laughs> three, lots of them. Yeah. Ten, was it ten different varieties or three different varieties? But well, well he's, uh, I, I asked him, did he have any red or dwarf? And he said he had three different varieties. Yeah, right he there. kept saying that over yeah. and over. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you he more when we he know. Didn't mention, he didn't uh, remember. We know some more. All right, hey, real quick before we get to our calls, uh, Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf is a great resource to have if you have got a deck and you want to either maintain it or getting it to look new again. Go to deckingpatiocare.com, deckandpatiocare.com, and you'll see great pictures of the work he's done here in San Antonio. Barry has become a national expert doing this since the 80s on stains and seals and preservation of decks, making your uh, deck look great, making your patio look great too, uh, pebble stone driveway. He can do it all at Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf, 210-822-822. 9147 2108229147 or again online deck and patio care.com you like dealing with Barry good guy all right 2103088867 Romy is on the line Romy welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas how are you doing today I'm doing great how y'all doing good right. good what's going on I am following up on Maria's call Oh good Okay she was saying Shrimp plant. I was wondering, uh, yeah. So she wanted to know about a shrimp under- plant. Yeah, y'all didn't understand her. She was saying camarones, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, you guys, come on!" Yeah, <laughs> guys. I needed to. I needed to call and follow up because I have the same issue. All my oh. shrimp plants look like they're gone, but I'm holding out hope. I haven't trimmed them back. I haven't done anything. So I, that's what I want to know. Well, you can tr- you can cut trim plant to the ground now, and uh, they probably will uh, sprout from the ground. Yeah, now there's after a, the soil temperature. Warming. Terry's kind of hesitating a bit because what happens every year when it's normally cold, they freeze down to the ground. Yeah, and then they come right. Down. Yeah, but we're talking about hundred hundred day plus of. Below freezing, no. nine degrees. Oh, oh, oh! So I, I suspect you're going to have, you'll have some killed areas. Did you mean to say a hundred days of below freezing or hundred hours? Yeah, hours. Hours. Okay. <laughs> Whew, uh, man. Uh, no, note the uh, note the important part of the pre- presentation, not the. Uh, okay, because if we get 100 days of uh, below yeah, temperature. Yeah. I'm moving. I'll be at the equator. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if she was saying shrimp plant, and I have the same thing. Mine look terrible. They yeah. don't find a life whatsoever, and usually, you know, they don't look this bad. So I'm, I don't know, I'm. my hope is fading, but. Well, that, that, but that's what no, I was I, trying to say is just there were guys were saying just wait, give it some time. And, yeah, I'd be optimistic. On yeah. I'm optimistic as well, but I'm also realistic. Uh, oh. So even though you you can probably wait to see whether it's going to come back or not, there's going to be one heck of a plant shortage. So if you want a shrimp plant, you may start looking now because it may take you a while to find one. 
Yeah. And uh, the shrimp, shrimp plant is not going to sprout from the stems. It's, right, uh, right. If it, if it comes back, it's going to come back from the root system. So cutting it right, back now right. would do no harm. Yeah, right. Okay. That, that's what I'm asking. Okay. Right, yes. right. Okay, good. I'm going to do the same thing. No, and what was that? How, what did we interpret the the plant that instead of the shrimp plant? What did we think it was? A lemon? lemon? No, no. She had two plants, and she was oh. the second one was the shrimp plant that she was just asking about. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, Romy was nice enough to help us with that. Thank you, Romy. It was hard to. Un- <laughs> it, okay, yeah, th- yeah, Romy. I'm going to cut mine back too. Hopefully, since apparently now we have learned from a, a well-known expert, there, there's a plant heaven. Now, is that, Hopefully he's not why, in does that heaven. why does that bring a smile to my face? Can you imagine Milton out there pruning back his shrimp plant? No. I can imagine his wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Normally, we just let it go, and then, oh, look, the blue plumbago, the shrimp plant's back. And, and so you've got this brown, yucky thing surrounded by nice green until the, the black, yucky thing goes away. Um, that's what y'all told me to do one time. Just let it be. Yeah. Because the low-flying birds needed it, you uh. said. <laughs> well, if you keep reminding everybody, we're into the early summer or late spring. Yeah. So it's time. You can cut things back. Oh, good. All right. I, d- I decided from walking up here from the back that uh, yesterday and today are the first days of spring. I decided that about five days ago when the parking lot was full. Okay. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Romy. Hey, we're (laughs) going to see if we can answer uh, Janice's question before we have to go to the news. 210-308-8867. Janice, we'll we'll get as much done as we can. Hopefully we'll answer it, and we may need to hold you through the news. What's going on? I think you've got a common problem. Janice, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, now we got you. What's going on? What about my xylosomas? What do you think? Well, we had a guy in here yesterday talking that his xylosoma had frozen down a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. I think it'll come back from the root. Oh, good. All right. So, no, xylosoma, uh, the tree. It's a tree. Yeah, I know. We, we, yeah. Uh, all right. So, what's first thing step is to start scratching the stems. And then if it scratches green, you're good. If it doesn't, you start cutting until you find green. There you go. If you don't find green all the way to the bottom, then uh, buy a new one. Kiss a goodbye. Okay. Uh, no, Stop I want that. They're about 12 or 15 feet tall. <laughs> uh, okay, well, you start, uh, start as high as you can. If you find green, yeah. you're good. There's no inclination to send anything up from the roots? I don't. Okay. If it goes to the ground, I don't think so. I'm um, no, I just really have had no experience with this. All right, so I had, I had uh, about... Little, maybe 30, 30 gallons that we left out for the cold. We tried to cover them, and it wasn't good enough. Half of them are dead, and the other half are still green. But we still moved them to wait to see if they're going to leaf back out because the damage is going to keep showing up yeah. for quite some time. That's yeah, right. the, the damage looks like the viburnum, mm-hmm. pretty uh, elaborate. Well, then good what luck. about, um, okay, What my last question, Japanese blueberry, what about that one? Pretty sure it's dead. Yeah. Oh. You think? It's pretty, about yeah. 15 pretty feet sure. too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> almost 100% positive that it's a goner. Same boat says start, kiss and goodbye. Start scratching the trunk. That'll give you the good answer. <laughs> Sorry, right, Janice. Thanks a lot. 
Hopefully it's bye a good bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break. And while we do, we encourage you to give us a call. we got some coming up right after the news. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. Listen. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Sandy, we lost you uh, during the break, so call us back, but I don't know. You may start an argument with your question. 210-308-8867. What's that? Oh, that. Uh, now, you need to talk in the mic like so we can hear you. The fig-like plant. We, a, we can't hear you, Calvin. There's a, there's a uh, plant that really would make a wonderful freeze target. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> Is that indoor or outdoor? Yeah, that's, that's indoor. Oh, indoor. indoor they, have, they have a tendency to try to put it outdoor. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> All right, again, 210-308-8867. I'm trying to think of any other things. So we haven't gotten calls on that, uh, uh, that people haven't brought up. I'm glad they had the live oak question because I... Y'all anticipated you know, that a lot of people would call on live oak. talked about the roses. and uh, I know, I know Oh, that's a good one, yeah. I've seen some roses that really, every leaf killed, and then I've seen it, those that had already started to oh, harden off for the, the fall. They didn't seem to get phased at all. But, yeah. So, but I, I think the, ro- the roses are pretty safe. Good. Uh, in fact, our knockout looks like it's already starting to put on some new growth, yeah. and the yeah. uh, the drift roses here are awfully pretty. Um, they look like the the blooms, maybe in moving them and stuff, they don't have the blooms on them anymore like they did. But uh, huh? what about some of the things that would start blooming out normally this time of year? Like would red buds start blooming out now? Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking red, about the mountain laurel. Well, the freeze in there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't be. think red buds will lose their bloom. I don't know. I had some red buds bloom already. Oh, is that oh, right? Is that right? Okay. Yeah, but uh, but that was uh, somebody was uh, assessing. I think it was Bart was saying, gosh, they're a month early. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They were, uh, I, grew, I grew up uh, with a old red bud uh, outside the house there in Tennessee and uh, it would it would bloom every year and of course it gets colder in Tennessee than it does down here but uh, it it may have been <laughs> may have been that they, it was later you know they were tight buds until a lot later and uh, uh, like you said this this year we had a warm spell that probably brought them out a little bit earlier. Uh, I wonder about the uh, uh, somebody. Somebody said replant with natives, but uh, let's see what's that native that blooms uh, has real pretty blooms. That's uh, similar to a red bud, but uh, I, I bet you some of the natives took a hit too. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting oh, yeah. to see as uh, well, the, par- the season progresses. My paracanthas all. Uh, you know they were loaded yeah. with, with berries, yeah, and uh, the uh, waxwing waxwings are still eating at them, but the foliage got <laughs> hit, hit by the freeze, and the ligustrums 
Uh-huh. A lot of leads got knocked off of the yeah. Augustans. Don't worry, they'll come back, Kevin. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid. Of. <laughs> now, I, actually, I have uh, the Lagustrums. I have left in my yard, and this is what I bring up every time somebody is criti- cri- critical of the, <laughs> having those exotics. Yeah, uh, they are in locations so that I can use them for uh, feed for birds. They they are very. The birds are poop on your on your car. Oh Kevin. gosh, but not not just <laughs> not, not just wax wings, but a lot of birds. Oh yeah, right. Like them for winter for winter uh, berries. And do you have have you seen anything? You you mentioned the sago palm story, which was encouraging. Uh, I don't think Sandy's calling us back, but she had a question about Pride of Barbados. Have you seen anything in your neighborhood oh, that no, gives you no, encouragement? No, no. no well, you're not going to see anything for a while. If if you see something, you won't see anything for a while. No. Okay. They're dead as a hammer, Miss. <laughs> Kiss them goodbye. They're dead. According to Jerry, that's going to be Jerry's new blog. Kiss a goodbye. You send them a, send them a picture of your plant. Yeah, kiss it goodbye. I tried to explain to people. Yeah. They're named Pride of Barbados. I'm not getting it. What is? <laughs> where is Barbados? It's in the tropics. Okay. We have other. And they tra- named it after that. Yeah. Bar- and and we we brought it up here from seed, grew seed of it. It mainly started. They started propagating that thing in uh, Arizona. Was that right? And, uh, much be- much before they became popular around here. And <laughs> I was talking to a nurseryman out there. And I was telling him how popular Prada Barbados uh, was in, in this era. And he said, <laughs> he said, they, they've grown out of, they're so popular in uh, Arizona yeah. that people have quit buying them. They're just huh. obnoxious. <laughs> There's so many of them. And so uh, I hear at the Phoenix Festival of Flowers, yeah. you can't even bring them in. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, uh, we were we were looking at, and the reason uh, they did so well in Arizona is they they uh, start blooming a lot about a month earlier oh, than, San than they will in San Antonio because of the cool weather. We're cooler than they are, and so <laughs> I was going to work up a deal that uh, the nurseryman, wholesale nurseryman out there, would actually sell to our wholesale nurseryman. Uh, and have plants on the market earlier. Oh. But, and, uh, see, you think about when Pride of Barbados comes on the market, it's after the major uh, spring blo- spring uh, rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the same thing we have trouble with uh, perennial hibiscus. Yeah, because by... Yeah, by, by the time they bloom, which everybody wants them to do, uh, the major rush on the nursery uh, trade is over. So, right. uh, but anyway, they're they're true tropical. Two one zero. They're more tropical than uh, Esperanza and some of the other plants that uh, we rely on. Fire to give us, yeah, firebush. A summer color. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call. You're going to get it now. Johnson City Joe's on the line. Joe, give it to him. Go get him, Joe. Hey. 
Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Those, yeah, those Jerry. Sudden, those sudden <laughs> chokes are for everybody, not just everybody. You. I threw them away. <laughs> uh, well, by golly. No. I ordered some. I had. I ordered some that are called red thud chokes. I'll let you know how they do. Called red. He's yeah. chokes. Red. Red, red, red sun chokes. Red side chokes. There's red. Uh, there's red sunflowers too. Red. Uh, they're red. Jerusalem artichokes. That's what they are. Hmm. So, I don't know if that means the tubers are just red or the flowers are red. But I ordered okay. some. Oh, good. But I yeah. got you can be a, a uh, caster. He's got, those, he's got those seeds in his fridge, which means that years from now, Indiana Jones will find them and, uh. and excavate <laughs> them. We'll never see them. We'll lead somewhere. question yeah. I have is I did send another thing about my okra garden. And yeah. I, I got to turn it out. I got different types of okra I grow as a flower bed. And they're different heights, and they're different uh, size blooms, and the color of the fruits are different. Yeah. And they all, co- they all come in about the same time. And of course, they produce until fall. The question I left y'all, left y'all with was, do you know of any other types of okra that I might add to my list? Well, why in the hell haven't you got Oscar okra? I don't. I've never heard of Oscar okra. Oh, no. oh you said the wrong and thing. Many times that you listen to this show, you haven't heard of Oscar okra. That's the key. Listen. I've oh, heard it. Uh, I've heard it on your show, but I thought y'all were just kidding. No way. That's a <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, the seed was collected, uh, and, and uh, I redistributed it uh, by Oscar Hahn, and uh, he passed away by now. But in New Braunfels, well, every year, every year he would cut uh, cut seed for me, and uh, every year I would uh, distribute them to people all over the hill country, all over all over Texas. Well, you didn't get me any. Yeah. Well, that's because you didn't get any at Millburgers Nursery, which are they're free of charge at Millburgers Nursery. Well, I'm coming down there pretty soon. Then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. ask ask at the uh, 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 checkout at the okay. desk. Tell me about yeah. Oscar. It is, unpl- it is unplannedanswers.com. Oh, my God. I, d- I don't repeat <laughs> anything that's on plantanswers.com. I like it because it's small. Yeah. The plant after is? The plant is yeah, small? Yeah. After any well, plant. Compared to uh, yeah. Malcolm Beck's. Uh, yeah. After well, any plant you have. I, Sherry. I, I put, I've got Malcolm's. Yeah, what what is that name you got on that? How do we it's pick Mal- up? It's called Bex. Yeah, oh. Bex Big. Well, Bex. I thought you I thought you listed another name on by the Beck Okra. Well, it was two names, but it's 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 his name. Uh, uh, oh, there. I've had this. Uh, he actually gave me some one time. He had it in his pocket. 
He had it in his pocket. <laughs> How do we help bring that back? Well, because it grows. Yeah, fifteen feet tall, Milton. But you know, yeah. people who people who had it like talked about that fifteen feet tall like it was an accomplishment. Uh. My okra is so big. I have to chop it down, and well, who, I have to pick it with a lot. Who do you remember was doing well, that? You I were. Had, I had it, but I. Uh, yeah, you were. You were. I com- I complained about it all uh, all year, or I had to. I had to get a, a lasso up there. <laughs> yeah. To pull it down to harvest. Pull it. the top down to get the. Grab yeah, I got a, I got a, ba- a basic question that came up in one of, uh, I think in one of Joe's papers. The. Uh, his claim for the the desirability of uh, okra, um, I I'm not sure that deer don't eat okra. I I, I had to move it. Yeah, I had that's... to I had to move it from a front yard where I was going to start paying people who stopped and took pictures of it. Yeah, I've had to move it to my backyard where I have a deer-proof fence. Yeah, because I. It was stated someplace. Maybe, maybe it was. Is it just one of the deer-proof lists that we incidentally uh, recognized? But I said, "Hmm, that doesn't sound right to me." Because I, I think <laughs> I, I think they figure because it 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 causes a lot of people to itch, and uh, you know, it has a little little uh, kind of spines in it. That'll get but on. I tell you, it makes a real pretty flower garden. Then you get the pods, which are different colors, okay? And, of course, you get to eat them, and it lasts till the fall. And it's, uh, well... It's in the hibiscus family. Yeah, it's, uh, right. one of the one of the issues uh, that we are faced with uh, quite a bit in San Antonio is the uh, its susceptibility to nematodes. Yeah, that's the reason why you plant Elbon rye. <laughs> okay, Elbon rye traps nematodes. <laughs> yeah. Also, also that uh, that uh, that sun uh, fetch. Uh, sun hemp that I planted—it's supposed to do that also. Are yeah, you telling a lot me? Of, are you talking about work, work to go through to get uh, uh, to get access to? Okay. Well, that's that's one of the uh, another one of the real advantages of Oscar okra because it's not it's a, it's not a, a really demanding. As a demanding plant to grow, it grows at a reasonable size. It's uh, really pretty productive. It's attractive. <laughs> yeah, I told. I think the bloom is twice as large as any of those that Joe's grown. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. I haven't made a note. Mil- Milton is. and I'll do a research yeah. project Huge. and know which. I want to grow the Bex big. <laughs> Forget the Oscar. I want. I want fifteen foot yeah, tall. Yeah, you do. Okra. I got. I got seed. Okay. When that, do, When do you plant the seed? Uh, in fact, Delphine uh, Beck gave them to me. Oh, I, my, if you want to get I if think they're packaged. Get, if you want to get these seeds, I left a place, Dave's Seeds from uh, Poteet. For Beck's Big or for Oscar? Uh, 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 I've never for, heard of Oscar. I've That's never heard of Oscar. Beck's Big. Okay. 
I, I, and also, tell- there's a striped red one called the Hill Country. I think that's uh, the old Germans used to plant that. It's called Hill Country Oak or something like that. It's uh, Hill Country Red. It is actually striped. The pods are. Hmm. Huh. I've never seen it. All right. I'll Thank take Joe. pictures of it for y'all, but uh, oh, dear. don't need to keep up on your okra. Yeah, it's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, it's an especially desired plant if you're trying to raise fire ants. Oh, oh that's yes. nice. Very yeah, I haven't, so. <laughs> I haven't graduated from monarchs to fire ants uh, yet. So. There you you go. got to stay on top of the fire ants. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Joe. But I'll take pictures for y'all, and uh, I'm going to start selling these pictures. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see y'all. Thank you, Joe. Joe. Bye-bye. we got to take another call. June is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hi, June. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Thanks for waiting. Last summer. Oh, you're welcome. I bought a house last summer, and I was surprised, pleasantly surprised to find out I had two citrus trees in the backyard. One was very large and one a smaller one behind it. Well, over the winter, when I when the citrus came in full, I found out that the oranges were hard as a rock and they smelled like lemons. And the tree behind it was a lemon tree, and those that fruit seemed to be fine. Although I only got five or six lemons, but there were hundreds of hard rock oranges. So I had the tree removed, the, the big orange tree removed last week, and now I have that little lemon tree behind it. But the leaves are totally frozen, and it looks pretty pathetic. So I'm not sure what to do with it. Could you give me some direction on the lemon tree? Don't Tell you him, say Milton. it. No, Milton. don't you say it. You Come help on, her out. No. Un- he's he's being he's going to try to be mean to you. Unfortunately, the <laughs> like answer. The freeze, the freeze uh, uh, probably affected it in negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, so you 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 give it a few more weeks to make sure that nothing is you know sprouts are coming out of it, and then okay. and then and you have to remove it. Oh, kiss yeah, it goodbye, so like Mr. Says. I do not say that. I was that. afraid of that. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> yeah, have you okay. seen them around I, I town? Preparing, yeah. Yeah, they look pretty bad. Well, I have one yeah. more question if you'll take it. Um, I have, yeah. is, uh, it, near... is it about okra? No. <laughs> no, okay. I learned everything I need to know about okra. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It was good to listen to. Uh, I have two uh, rose bushes that have very small roses. They're kind of a pinkish red, and they're very little. But the both bushes are kind of wrangly. They've grown a lot, and I, I need to trim them back. Um, but I wasn't sure when to do that, and now they have little green leaves coming out. So I'm not sure if I should trim them now. Well, yeah, this this weather complicates things yeah. a little bit. We, <laughs> we normally would just say, yeah, trim it the way you want, and trim it now if you want. Is it a climber? No. Small plant. Smaller plant. Uh, well, they're 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 pretty. They're a few feet wide and a few feet high, maybe okay. four okay. five four feet high. Yeah. yeah. So take. But they're bushy. Yeah. Well, okay. if you if you got the the patients do thinning cuts and you just you just follow the offending branch down to the origin and cut it off, and okay. you know just take and then you, it's amazing how the whole shape 
as you do that, the whole shape will uh, get smaller and looks great. And uh, okay. at some point you'll say, ah, that's exactly the way I want it to look. Yeah. Okay, very or, good. Uh, prune well, all the de- you can also prune all the dead wood out of it. Yeah, that's like, the first like Alan step. was talking about. Okay, good. Then I, I'll probably, those will survive, but the lemon trees oh, yeah. probably are gone. Yeah, 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 yeah they're okay. tough. All right, well, all right. well, hope, well hope your citrus tree you is so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. I could tell by her response I had an idea. Uh-oh. We're going to get it, Joe's own I show. I Okra Talk with Johnson uh. City Joe. What do you think? He better learn about Oscar. I bet he could call it. He could, call it. <laughs> he, could, he could fill the whole two hours on Okra Talk. I can't believe he never heard of Oscar. I don't understand how he has listened to this show for all this time. We've given away seeds. Yeah, we oh. talked about Oscar Hahn. And- yeah. I don't know. Maybe Joe's just messing with us, but I. It could be I, age. I, I normally come to Joe's defense, but I that was that was almost indefensible. Yeah, it could be age. Oh, I don't know. You know, I don't want to pick on Joe. Kevin and I have short-term <laughs> memory loss, and he may have a long-term. Yeah, memory. The, the worst thing is when Jerry and my short-term memories <laughs> kick in Going at the same down. time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we stare at each other. Oh, <laughs> well, and then go like we wave our hands at each other. And, yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. You tell so, him. when will Joe be able to come get Oscar Oker? Do we know? So he can, I'm pretty sure they've got some now. Oh, really? We'll have to ask Trace. They, they, we keep them, we keep them supplied with uh, yes. Oscar Okra, and um, which I think uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> yep. yeah, it's kicking in. Concentrate, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> that uh, uh, Trace. <laughs> they have the Oscar Okra has is available. Yeah, that uh, our our guy that, Jack Hoover. Jack Hoover. Jack oh. Hoover uh, put in package. Oh, okay. He still he still has a major impact on <laughs> yes. Jack. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's he was uh, he's such a whiz. Oh he? yeah. All right. And, and uh, can he, can Joe plant them now? The seeds if he comes gets them. No, no, I didn't know. I'm just probably they're a little May uh, up there. May up yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, they're in the hill country. All right, we're, Joe. We're pressing it with the zinnias in the at the end of March. Yeah. Come get some seeds, and then I need to send seeds of Beck's Big to my in-laws in uh, Alabama. They'll come and drive all the way down here <laughs> <Yeah>. and slap you. <laughs> they, they, she, was, I could give, I could give them. I told my mother-in-law about it, and she was like. <gasps> That they, sounds wonderful. Uh, have they got a chainsaw? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'll, I'll ask and before I start the machete. Yeah. to get the root yeah. system up. Okay. Two, uh, two. I, I have Oscar Oker. I okay. mean, uh, Bex Big. Bex Big. Given to me a Beck. Yeah. I remember when we the did Bex. That. Okay. And, uh, I would be glad to give that away. Well, I'll be I'll, okay. I'll, I'll take some. Maybe we ought to put some up here at Millburgers. Okay, I bet it goes. But I qu- hate to do that to people. I bet it goes quickly. I think people liked it. Uh. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. You know, Candy is on the line. Oh, okay, go ahead. 210-308-8867. Hi, Candy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Thank you very much. Uh, I believe it's called a yucca plant. It stands about 10 feet tall, and it produces a white plume on the top of it and has these real pointed green leaves on it. Well, there's no plume. And there are no green leaves on it anymore. It's like brown and kind of folded into itself. I have a cluster yeah. of maybe five of them, and two of them look like they've peeled over, and the other ones are still standing perfectly straight. I don't know if I should pull off those brown leaves or kiss those babies goodbye or how to tell if there's any <laughs> life that's going to come back into them. Listen, Milton, did you hear what she said? She's uh, she's picked up your phrase. You she said it was going to kiss goodbye. She said you you okay. said it was going to be big. <laughs> that surprises me a little bit that they're. I've seen some uh, yuckers that made it through. Yeah, mine are. Yeah, mine are. So, of course, there's there's leaves all brown. Twenty different kinds of yuckers. Oh yeah, uh, okay. all different kind of yuckers. But I w- I wouldn't give up on those yuckers. Uh, the landscapers, the landscapers coming on Tuesday, and so I mean, should I maybe cut into one of them, cut that one back, and see if it's mushy on the inside, and then just assume that the rest of them are? Well, the, the one you you'll have, uh, you're pretty sure if the one if they're laying over, like you said, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's a pretty good indication yeah. it killed that's them. That's a goner. Okay. But if they're upright, uh, yeah, they're I'd, I'd wait. I'd wait a while. Yeah, because they, they may emerge. They, they'll send shoots pups. from the. They might have some yeah. pups. Yeah, mine okay. drive me crazy by sending up those okay. sharp, sharp leaved pups. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, should I pick off or have the men pick off all the brown leaves or? That that for sure because they're they're. Yeah, heavy. you can do that. They're heavy and they're okay. sharp, and they right. turn, turn into mush. Uh-huh. And then is the Carolina jasmine, is that a kiss or goodbye? I'm sorry? The, the Carolina jasmine, is that a kiss goodbye or is that salvageable? Uh, no, that's uh, that's going to come back from the, uh, the, uh, from the root? root system. Okay. So just cut it uh, all the way back to the ground. Yeah, most, most jasmines are that way now. Okay. If you see any green, if you see any green, is yeah. it on a fence or something? No, they're in pods, and they're like maybe five feet bush, you know. Oh, By they're now, in pods. out yellows. No, no, no. They're, they're in, po- in pods. They're in groups of groups. Oh, groups. And so they're groups. about five feet okay. by five feet. Okay. Uh, be just cut them back to green. Oh, cut In other words, okay. uh, you know, you know where the way you see green stems. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because they okay. they may have uh, just like. Uh, the Asian jasmine, we haven't talked about it much, but uh, all my Asian jasmine is is brown. Beautiful right. so brown, you, Milton. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care for that color. But do you mow that uh, hey. down? <laughs> do you mow yeah, that down? So yeah, I mow, the, I mow my j- jasmine down uh, to the ground. Uh-huh. Okay. How do you get a lawnmower in there? I guess the workmen <laughs> will know what to do. But you know, okay. if, it, if it's if it, if it's a um, you know a sculpted area that it's in the landscape, you know, I'm, I can't imagine how you pick up a lawnmower and set it in there. But I guess you do. Well, well, uh, 
<laughs> like a weed that, eater? That leads, leads up to a question I got from uh, Billy McKenzie uh, this last week, Wednesday, March 3rd. He said, I tried to find the heavy-duty string trimmer right. that you have mm-hmm. mentioned on the radio uh, that, that I use all the time. Mm-hmm. But I've had no luck. Said I, I thought you said Lowe's, but they don't do rentals. And I went to two rental places, and they don't have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you help? Now I haven't been to calling around now, but uh, the last time I got one of those, it's a it's a if you use just a, a regular flexible string trimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Asian jasmine and jasmine will tangle it up. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and but but these uh, this trimmer that I'm talking about uh, that they used to rent. I don't know if they still do. Is uh, is like a little lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it uh, has a heavy heavy Just duty a, yeah, uh, coarser string. Heavy duty string. Some people even replace the string with a chain, little chain. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it won't get it won't get tangled up in that jasmine vine. Mm-hmm. Now, but I'll have to, I'll have to look for it. Uh, look for some rental. Look at all the rental places. Yeah. But this is not. can see if I can find it. This is not a. Yeah, yeah. Joe, with the way Jerry does it, Jerry treats it pretty much like a, the lawn. Yeah. Right. That doesn't work for if you've for years had yours pretty. Tall and you got lots of woody stems in there too. Right, so. mm-hmm. that's the problem. Um, yeah. Versus the sprinkler system too. But uh, what about uh, the pittosporum? If that's lost all of its leaves, is that a goner? Yep. Ah, no. Is Not it a me- is it a, a big one or? A yeah, mine were probably thirty or forty years old, variegated. Oh Lord. Is it uh-huh. is it full size or dwarf? Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, no, full size. It was it was maybe um, ten feet high by ten feet wide, and I'm okay. Much I wouldn't fix uh, Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't give up on it. I, yeah. I think it'll send something up from the because I thought mine was completely uh, shot, but it turns out mine was just <laughs> killed at the top, and now it's. Uh-huh. Do you see any green leaves on yours? No, no, no. I do, yeah. No green leaves on the Pittsburgh? No, no. My neighborhood is sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Uh, I'm not Kevin. The last, uh, the first, uh, last hard freeze we had, it killed the dwarf Pittsburgh. Uh, but it didn't didn't even burn the the standard uh, size pedestal, uh-huh. which yours is. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. But this this was a different freeze. Yeah, so you're gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. If you wanna, you know, if you wanna uh, try to see if it's gonna live, you gotta give it a little more time. Yeah. Uh-huh. See if it crops well, out. Right. If it doesn't, do Milton's deal. That's yeah, not my yeah. deal. Kiss it goodbye. No, I'm not. It's not I'm, my deal. I'm That's Jerry's. Be kissing a lot this year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Candy. Yes, thank Good you, luck, guys. Candy. I appreciate your yeah, help. We thanks. enjoyed Bye-bye. it. Bye-bye.
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, uh, we always talk about Wild Birds Unlimited, so uh, if you're interested in bringing uh, nature to your yards, whether it's birds or even squirrels, uh, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that and with uh, feeders and great feed and suet. And the, the cool thing about Wild Birds Unlimited is you're not going in there. If you know if you know what you're, you're doing and you want to do it, great. But if you're having problems or you just want to ask questions, that's what Kyle and, and Bill and all the gang there, Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military, and Hebner Road will help you. They have been, people have been going there, I think, gosh, over two decades. They have... Uh, They've been going there almost 20 years, and uh, they they go back. They uh, they get stuff from there. They uh, ask questions. They uh, they get their purple martin feeder. They go or they go brag and just tell what they've seen in their yard. Purple martin feeder. Did I say purple martin feeder? Oh, I'm sorry. No, purple martin house. What a purple. Oh yeah, I don't know what you do. Big insects. Would they do mealworms? They they if you do threw them up sometimes, the, but they're hard to. Uh, tracker, yeah. They're used to catch to eating on the fly. Yeah. Well, when you get done here, well, let's let's uh, put the appeal out and see if anybody's seen any purple martin. Okay. Well, or somebody call Kyle over there at Wild Birds and say, hey, what, what's our what's our purple martin report? Uh, the number, by the way, two one zero four seven nine B I R D two one zero four seven nine Bird. But for all your uh, nature needs, uh, whether it's uh, uh, again, feeders or, or houses or just binoculars or books or puzzles or yard art. You'll find it at Wild Birds Unlimited, Northwest Military and Hebner Road. Uh, and uh, go by and visit them today. And uh, if you want to call us with a report of uh, what's happening in your yard with a uh, Purple or, Martin. Or if you've seen where Purple Martins are any place. Yeah. Over a lake or over a bay or... We're trying to figure out where they went. Okay. So we expected them on May 1st, and then oh, they're not here. May 1st or March 1st? March, March 1st, 1st, I'm sorry. That's okay. And, uh, of course, they're, they're, the problem is that there are no flying insects for them right now. Mm. And uh, so they got to be someplace where they're where they're being supported by because there's more bugs. Yeah. I have a question about... Well, we got to uh, take a break. Can we ask your question a minute? Is it hard? No, but we got to take one. <laughs> More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. What are we playing her for? So, uh, her birthday's in March. Oh. March 2nd. That makes me sad every time I hear her. I know. I know it does. I'm sorry. Yeah. She's sad. All right. Well, I, uh, welcome back to uh, Kiss It Goodbye with Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, <laughs> I, I, Before I was so rudely interrupted, uh-huh. I was. I heard an advertisement for the Birds Unlimited. Uh-huh. I, I think it was. It was on Caleb. Uh-huh, probably. But it was done by a lady, young yeah. lady. Uh-huh. And uh, she said uh, that the birds need uh, fatty, uh, you know, fat uh, in colder weather. Cold weather. And and she talked about the suet, which I knew about. She said there's a bird feed that actually has. Fat particles in it. it has more fat. Yeah. 
You ever heard of that cow? No, but they've got so it's many. It's a bird seed. Yeah, that. They've got so many mixes. Don't they have more seeds with seeds that have more oils in them than other seeds and yeah, stuff? Yeah, they've got a lot of them that I kind of look on as experimental, but that are, are mixes to, that people, uh, other bird, bird watchers, bird feeders uh, really yeah. like and swear by. I, I, I guess I've. I rely on suet for the yeah for the uh, yeah. fat. But that that's interesting to know protein, that they've got a bird seed. Protein. Yeah, I think it's uh, the. We'll have to ask Kyle. Yeah. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You know I love our customers, Milton. A lot of a lot of our customers that come up here to ask questions are are is similar ages to we are. And have similar uh, difficult mental difficulties no. as we do. Yes, the... and uh, so a lady came up here a while ago, and uh, I hope she's I, not I th- listening. I think she. Well, it doesn't matter. She was laughing about it. Uh, <laughs> Asked Calvin about uh, she wants some geranium. No, she wanted gardenias. Uh, gardenias. I'm sorry, gardenias. And uh, we were telling them where they were and that they usually hear later and on and on and on. Went on and on about gardenias. And uh, so I, I looked at my sales deal, which I print out every uh, Millburger sales mm-hmm. page. I print out every week because it's new stuff on there every week. And uh, I just gave it to her. She said, let me see the, those sale items. And the first page she opened had geraniums on it. And that's what she was looking for, not gardenias, but geraniums. Yeah, and then when she when you said that, she was yeah. like, oh, yeah. She said, she said, well, they both start with G. Yeah. Now that's my kind of gal right there. <laughs> Try to make the best of out of a bad situation. But anyway... Uh, I also want to mention, uh, toward this toward the end of the show, that uh, like I well, like we talked to that pr- uh, previous caller, that uh, the dwarf pits, pittosporums, got killed. Uh, probably more well, definitely more so, and may show symptoms all the way into the summer, like they did the last time. Mm. The dwarf pittosporums got killed. Now, the, the one advantage of the dwarfs is they're usually tucked away or in the shade or yeah. uh, and uh, covered. But with this, the severity of this cold and the length of it, that uh, being secluded may not have protected, provided much protection. Yeah, but the last hard freeze took them too. Yeah, what I remember on the last hard freeze is not what died <laughs> at the freeze, but what died later. Yeah, June yeah. and July and August <laughs> when the hot weather started. But what what shrub uh-huh. did not die that we recommended people uh, replace dwarf pittosporums with then and now? Yopon Holly. Okay. They take they take cold temperatures. I think all the way to Canada. 
They come in a dwarf form and a standard form, and they're on sale. I was going to say. I was going to give you that opening. We're at number three pot, three gallons per top pot. Regularly nineteen ninety nine, just right at twenty dollars. Just, just there. Sale, they're on sale for thirty dollars while supplies last. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> they're on sale, and they're they've taken all the cold freezes that yeah. we've had if they're planted. Oh. And, uh, I, t- I told uh, in in the ground. Do people uh, do them in containers? <laughs> well, the nurseries do. Oh, okay. The wholesale nurseries do. And I think back to the previous freeze that we had, hard freeze, uh, I guess 89. And uh, I was working closely with uh, Lone Star Growers out here, which is now went to uh, it went to uh, uh, Bordier's, uh, I mean, uh, Color spot, mm-hmm. and then now it's back to uh, Lone Star, I think. But uh, they lost over a million dollars mm. in Yopon Hollies. Oh, jeez. Or Yopon Hollies. Because of containers? That, because they were in containers and their root froze. So, but once they're planted, they're one of the hardiest, low maintenance shrubs that we can plant. That's so cool. why don't people plant them all? That's what I plant all around my house. I don't know. And they hadn't frozen in 83, 89, uh, and this freeze. So if you want to go ahead and plant those uh, yopons, I mean those uh, dwarf pits, go ahead. I know they got striped leaves and stuff like that, but... Uh, we will have another freeze. What? Yeah. We didn't believe we'd have the 83 freeze. Yeah. freeze. And that, that was supposed to. Was that a once in a century? Well, well yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, once well, in a, a hundred years. years. Okay. And so then we had one in uh, 89. So I told everybody, I said, we're not going to have another freeze for 200 years. Because 83 was a 100 year, and 89 was another 100 year. So theoretically, we should be good for another 200 years. If you do the math. And now. Now we've been. uh, It hadn't been 200 years since we saw our last freeze, which is an indication that we may see another freeze, which will kill out any plants of. Dwarf pittosporums that you plant, just oh. like it did in '83, and just like it did in '89. So, as so. my old Latin teacher used to say, "A word to the war, a word to the." Sir? <laughs> that was Miss Basel. Okay. Uh, I, I, I take take the hometown paper, uh, the fal- called the Falcon. It's a it's the longest published paper. In Tennessee, hmm. longest uh, weekly p- uh, public paper, and uh, it had a, a flashback in there. You know, they have <laughs> they have the uh, uh, previous uh, 
pages, front pages that were in the Falcon. Oh, neat. And uh, that's the only time I can see people that I recognize, you know. Uh, and they had a mention of my brother, Lynn. Oh, cool. And uh, and had uh, he had won top honors in the Latin contest, <laughs> uh, which was held in, in Memphis. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ms. Boswell, my, the one lady I talk about all the time, uh, she was quoted in that. Oh, wow. So uh, That's neat. <laughs> yeah, I like that, those old fi- old That's a good time, idea. Old-timey uh, front pages. All right, 210, still plenty of time. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And outside of San Antonio, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Up, oh, Trace is coming up on the porch. Good, I got a question. Uh-oh, Tracy's got a question for you. It's not too late. You can turn. You can run. Oh, Trace is brave. He's got a question for you. I want to know what is... This year's Rodeo Tomato. No. Uh-oh. <laughs> what is the uh, plant called... Uh, wait a minute. Oh, purple winter creeper. It's a euonymus, uh, if I remember correctly. Is that right? Uh, Neil Sperry's high on it. He mentioned it in the... Neil Sperry's high, that, is that what he said? <laughs> I think so. That's terrible. Okay, the, 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 he mentioned it in uh, yesterday's paper. So and where, he mentioned where, in the, where's he from? in the weekly newsletter. Where's he from? Uh, north. Okay, so no. <laughs> what? No. We don't have it down here? We don't grow it here. Somebody wrote in and said, uh, again, I think it, don't quote me 100%, but I think it's a euonymus, and we all know what happens to euonymus here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to Google it while he's he, got, he, okay. he got a. You could probably get it faster. He, oh, what am I looking for? I've never heard of it. Purple, purple. winter creeper. Well, on, I'll look. <laughs> yeah, purple winter creeper. Ask uh, him about the okra, too. Yeah, uh, I got some coming. I don't remember the variety. Okay. But, but like two flats, because oh uh, yeah, I'm that not, that'd be that'd be dwarf. I'm not brave enough. to I do mean, that. that would be Oscar. No, no. It's not from. It's not from them. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I want to say Clemson or something like Clemson that. Clemson spineless. I, but I don't remember for a fact. I just remember I ordered two flats. That's the most common. Clemson spineless. That's why. I thought Been around for a long time. And so, but uh, do you, do don't we still have Oscar okra seed have, in there? I think we have seed. Okay. I believe so. Hey, Joe, come on down. And I may bring some of uh, Beck's Big Okra seed over. You want them okay, a... I won't tell David. <laughs> Fortuny. To my right, it's Euonymus? Yeah. Okay. Purple Winter Creeper. So, what do you want to know about? Well, I just wanted to make sure it was a Euonymus. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so my answer stands. Okay. Euonymus does most euonymus does very poorly here i can't say all because uh like box leaf euonymus people are pretty successful with okay but all the other ones they're notorious for powdery mildew oh and scale that must mean that neil's so let, let me give us a me, bad record let me give you a little history lesson okay the last time this cold came Everybody loaded up on euonymus because this is one of the few plants they could find. Yeah. It didn't take them long to re- remember why they stopped selling it in the first place. <laughs> no. 
Hey, yeah. let's anyway. Uh, this person wrote in about Asian Jasmine turning brown. Well, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. We got Dean on the line. Who? Dean. So we're going to try to. We got three minutes left and one question from Dean. Okay. Hi, Dean. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. What's going on? I'm trying to find out if several things will come back from from the freeze. Okay. Like uh, Mexican olive. Unlikely. Scratch the bark. That'll give you the answer. Yeah. What about uh, Montezuma cypress? Probably no problem. Yeah. It's can't okay. can't imagine okay. it has a problem. Primrose jasmine. Come Time will tell. The, yeah, come back from the ground, probably. Okay, uh, several Balhenia uh, orchid trees. Dead. South African. Dead. White Dead, ones. yeah. Dead? What is it, Milton says? Kiss them goodbye. I don't say that. That's <laughs> Jerry Yep. Well, they always freeze to the ground, but they've always no, come back, too. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're not coming back. I've been okay. wrong before. My wife tells me a lot, <laughs> but um, I don't think I'm wrong. Okay. What about something like the Anacacho orchid tree? Uh, Anacacho might That's our native, so that's, uh, that's got some possibilities. Yeah. Come back from okay. the ground, maybe. Scratch, scratch the stems, cut off whatever's brown, and then keep your fingers crossed. Plumbago. Same thing. Cut them back. Uh, come back from the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One, time, one important time will tell. one. I got a bunch of Rusalia. The uh, Rotunda. Yeah. So, Rusalia? Cut off whatever's brown. Rusalia. See what happens. Hmm. Rusalia, firecracker, firecracker. Right, plant. exactly. Bush. So cut, them, cut all the dead stuff off, feed them, and wait and see. We'll do it. Thank you much. Y'all have a good one. All right. No Good question. That was nice and quick, Dean. And, and Mark texted me that I was correct, but I don't know about which item. Uh, <laughs> it just, just take it. I, so I guess I'm 100% correct. Apparently so. And probably about my wife telling me I was wrong. That's probably what he's, <laughs> yeah, what probably he's saying so. I'm correct about. But now you got like like a, a blurb like a, in the back of a book. you yeah. got, you got expertise that says you're correct. You yes. Can, according to Mark Peterson, I'm uh, correct. I'm correct. There you go. Yeah. All right. Got about a little less than a, or got a little less than a minute trace. I, and, I mean to make fun of you, Mark. Okay. What what else? Anything else going on that we need to talk uh, about before we close the show down? Today? Lots and lots of stuff coming this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you going to get some more tomatoes? Yes. Good. The- theoretically, oh, I-, I ordered them. They had all kinds of colors, and I ordered probably before anybody else because I-, I ordered uh, last night. Maybe okay. lemon. We'll maybe citrus. I hope it, it technically is supposed to come. Right. So potentially some zinnias. Uh, yeah. Uh, Super pack uh, sometime this week, uh, theoretically. Great. Right. <laughs> right around the side. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but thanks to the guys. And, uh, of course, thanks to Al for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. Thanks for keeping us busy. I'm Milton Glick. We'll see you next week on Millburgers Gardening.